I'm Rhett. And I'm Brandon. And, and we're, we're the House Dads. Because we're dads who sell houses. But we're also husbands, business owners, sports freaks, Christians, friends, marketing nerds, TV show bingers, and so many more things. Like so many of you, we're just trying to do it all. And we're trying to do it well. And that's what we're here to talk about. Welcome back, everyone, to another episode of The House Dads. Yes. This is a very special one. Uh, we're going to be talking all about the COVID vaccine. Should you have gotten it? The effects of it? Yes, we are. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Through a curveball. That is that a topic we will never that. discuss. What to say? If we want to get canceled real quick. <laughs> I asked Brandon if it was okay to start off with a joke, and uh, he said yes. I did, he didn't know what I was going to say. No, I didn't. So we'll see if he regrets it after this. No, maybe get some views. <laughs> Come on in and see how no, we feel. No, no. We do have a good topic, as yeah, always, for, sure. for you. Um all about how to become a better communicator. Yep. Communication is, honestly, it's a core value on our team. Yeah. Um, and, you know, there's ways to improve it, as with anything. Yeah, 100%. And, you know, uh, this this particular episode is so important because no matter what career you have, no matter what type of life you live, communication is pivotal. And so, you know... <laughs> I, I read this when I was doing some research. Jerry Seinfeld, old Seinfeld, yeah. he said that you know public speaking is somebody's absolute worst fear. <laughs> and so he said, if you actually have to be at a funeral, you'd rather be in the casket than doing the eulogy. That's true. Yeah. So we're not going to be talking about just public speaking today. Uh, we're going to talk about communication, communication in general, and how do you overcome like ineffectiveness in communication? And then we will still talk about like if you have to do public speaking or if you're leading a team, um, how do you overcome that fear? And yep. how do you get better at it? Yeah, so. it is a legit fear for some people, yeah. for a lot of people. Right. Honestly, more people than not. And uh, you hear the term public speaking. I mean, you're, you immediately think uh, you're on a stage, formal engagement where there's hundreds of people. No, public speaking, as we're going to talk about, is it's it's so many different avenues, but it does come down to communicating. 100%. And so the book that we're going to use today to kind of bring you through some communication basics and how to get better and how to overcome your fear is one that John Maxwell, John Maxwell wrote, one of the greatest guys on leadership and building businesses and communication and all that that you could ever you could ever find. He wrote all of his books have like a number and then a certain law. Yeah. Right. And so this one, he wrote a book. It's called The Sixteen Undeniable Laws of Communication. Love it. John Maxwell, old school, great guy. I love listening to his stuff. This book just came out too, so I haven't been able to get through all of it. I ordered it when it came out, and uh, and listened to a few podcasts on it as well. And so we're gonna hit all sixteen. It's gonna be so a this lot. This is gonna be a few hours. Yeah, a few hours. No, no definitely not. Same same time frame. Yeah, we're gonna hit some uh, and spend a little bit more time in them, yep. and then spend. Uh, you know, uh, be, go real quick through some others that are pretty self-explanatory. But I think as we go through these 16, you'll be able to identify some that you're like, oh, you know what? Maybe that's why I'm missing some communication yep. with my employees or the people that I work with or yep. even my wife or my husband or mm -hmm. something like that. So regardless of who you are and in what season of life that you're in, we all have a message. Yep. We all want to share that message. And so becoming a better communicator is important. Warren Buffett said that you think about Warren Buffett. Right. He oh, yeah. is a pretty wealthy, pretty successful businessman. He said the most important skill is your communication skill. I believe not it. your ability to write, read a spreadsheet and do all the yeah. other finance stuff and everything. But uh, it, it's your communication skill. Yeah, that's pivotal. And that's it's why key. there's there's classes in college on public speaking. That's like, right. No matter no matter what field you're in, 
you're going to be speaking, and I say that because I've thought about it. I have a friend who at one point, he was job searching, and he's he's pretty introverted. Sure. Like He doesn't want to interact with a lot of people, and that was his literal quote to me. He's like, I just want to find a job where I don't have to talk to anybody. And I was thinking about it, and I was, man, I, I don't think there is one. Yeah, I, don't I mean, know. if there is, it's definitely not a job to allow him to have the desired standard of living that That's he wants. That's a great point, right? is that there may be some jobs... I can't think of a job that you don't have to communicate with people, but I can think of some jobs that you don't have to communicate with people well. Yeah. Right? Yeah. And you also get paid for that. Yeah, exactly. And not in a very positive way. Yeah. And so I think that that makes sense is that, you know, I think people, you know, in 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 higher fields or different things in different areas of life, the communication skill is absolutely pivotal. And so we're going to go through these 16 laws. The first one, and it's going to be one that we do spend a little bit more time on because it's so, so important, is the law of credibility. So the first undeniable law of communication is the law of credibility. Basically what this says is that the most effective message that you'll ever speak or the message that you try and communicate is the one that you live. It Practice. goes over Practice what you preach. Practice what you preach. Yep. I mean, that's it in a nutshell is that you can hear, you, you, you've heard other people say things like this, like, I can't hear what you're saying over what you're doing, yep. not being a hypocrite, yep. right? If we don't believe what we're saying, we shouldn't say it at all. Yeah. That's and a key. I, and I've listened to some people who are trying to communicate something, and you can tell they may have just read it, or they're, they're sure. you're like, do you even, like, know what you're yeah. saying? I mean, right. they're... They even may communicate it in a way, but you can you can always tell the genuine genuineness of someone of like, I don't think they're actually doing this. That's right. Yeah, because you know? man, people can spot out a hypocrite, yeah. and then immediately that's going to disqualify you oh, from yeah. being able to communicate into yeah. anybody. That authenticity. This is what he says in his book. Authenticity gives conviction. Mm. That when you're authentic about the message that you're going to deliver, like we have to be able to be authentic about the fact that if we're teaching something to somebody or we're communicating something to somebody is that this works well in my life. Yep. And so that's why I want it for you. And if you're not, then you're going to have a whole lot harder time delivering that message. Yeah. And I think about in our field of real estate and in our industry, uh, it's a little easier to do here in our, uh, in our area, but like, if you haven't actually bought and sold yourself, sometimes so, it's kind of hard to portray right. uh, or preach or educate people on these things and you haven't actually done it yourself. I'm not saying, sure. you know, never use someone who hasn't done it, but right. you know, I do think about these uh like bigger markets like New York and uh Los Angeles like yeah. Not all of those realtors have actually bought a house. Most people are not buying houses. No. They're renting, right. But here they are kind of saying, hey, you need to buy a house. It's the best thing to do. Now's the time. It's like, well, you haven't done it. Mm -hmm. So it does give you a little ounce of like, they're not exactly doing what they're saying. Yeah, yeah, practicing what you preach. Right. That's a big deal. It's a big deal. Yeah. So, yeah, I think that, you know, just to wrap the first one up, anytime that we are, we shouldn't pass anything else to somebody else that we haven't found to be true in our yep. own lives. I agree. Yeah. I agree, John. I checked that one off. All right, one for I'm one. to check your stuff. We'll see how we get. Just kidding. All right, so the second, the law of observation, right? So uh, the law of observation basically states that good communicators listen to or learn from great communicators. And so, you know, one of the things that I do, and you and I were talking about this before, like Courtney and I the other night, we were watching John Christ on mm -hmm. a Netflix special or a YouTube special. And, uh, like, I just love the way he communicates. Yeah. I'm not a comedian. Right. But... I still even learn and kind of pick up tidbits yeah. from the way that he communicates and tells stories and does, does things like that. Uh -huh. Like, I want to be a better communicator, so I'm going to learn from people who communicate really yeah, well. Yeah, you learn it from, I mean, all fields, comedy, yep. um, 
through through sermons, right. through other like teachings. There was a guy who uh, I for, honestly I feel bad I forgot his name. He spoke at a, a kind of a conference type thing off uh, like on marketing and right. like your your fi- <clears throat> your face is your best market. Like he just presented it so well. Right. And I'm like, man, I was so engaged. I didn't even realize an hour flew by. Right. And you're able to pick up little things like, man, I, I want to incorporate that into the way I communicate. Exactly. As well. Exactly. So that's a big part. The law of, obs- law of observation. If you want to get better, you need to learn from people that are better yeah. than you. See who you admire. Learn from them. That's right. That's right. Uh, third one we have is the law of conviction. The stronger you believe it, the more people will feel it. That's right. Yeah, Chris, I just said that even if they don't believe what I'm saying, they're going to know that I believe yeah, it. Yeah. Right? And absolutely. so it, it kind of goes a little bit back to the law of credibility. For that sure. You have to really believe what you're saying. Yeah. Right? <laughs> uh, man, I, I don't want to mess up this quote. You're going to mess uh, it up. Yeah, but he, my pastor, he said something. He was so funny, man. He... uh he had a visitor come to church one day, and, uh, <laughs> and uh, you know, he had met him afterwards. He's like, man, Pastor, I've been to a lot of churches and whatnot, but mm-hmm. I really enjoy this one, and I really enjoy getting to know you because, man, you could tell you smoke what you're selling. <laughs> That's the same thing right there, like the law of conviction. Like, hey, you know your product's you know? good. You're going to smoke yeah. it. You know? So, okay, man, maybe that. No, I get it. I you get know it. what I'm saying. Yeah, and, so. and you know, I guess <laughs> – trying to off the off the cuff think of an example someone says hey you know sell this uh sell this alarm system go door to door knock it knock knocking doors and try to sell it i mean you may believe in this a system but maybe not the brand i don't know it's like you right. don't quite have that same thing yeah. versus like hey i'm a realtor i do this every single day i truly believe home ownership is yeah. uh, a way to build generational wealth like you right. just have that that right. deeper understanding. a deeper conviction and then also with that deep conviction though is that we also know when it's not the right thing for people yes. and so like multiple times we've talked about in this most recent market just telling people like hey not your time right now you just kind of got to keep renting a little bit longer yeah. or you just got to keep doing this a little bit longer so Law of conviction carries over into a lot of different things, and it helps us be a better communicator. This one is massive and one that I really had to learn later in life um, after falling flat on my face a couple of times. But the law of preparation, you cannot deliver what you have not developed. You know, I think this is easier for people who feel like they have a natural tendency to be a decent communicator. But, you know, I, I would leave some things off to the last minute or not prepare at all. And sometimes it would go okay, but then sometimes it would go disasterly, yeah. and it's because I didn't prepare. To say the least, yeah. yeah. Preparation, um, you know, we have some, we, we're we both leaders in some capacity, whether we lead a brokerage or a team, and we're constantly having to lead discussions, mm-hmm. lead meetings, and I can 100% tell the meetings that I'm leading when I didn't quite prepare as much as I did others, like, I'm not saying it goes disastrous, but I can feel it, and I feel others can feel that it's not quite right. on par. That's right. You know? That's right. So That's preparing right. goes a long way. And it affects with the message that you're trying to convey. Yeah. Because you're like, oh, well, it wasn't as important enough to them yeah. to prepare, to do anything in advance. So it's like, what am I even here for? Yeah. And, and like you say, there are people that have a gift of kind of winging some things. Sure. But um, if you truly want to get a message across, why not prepare? Correct. Get it down. Um so that you can deliver it well. That's and, exactly and, right. And all that stuff. Yeah. So. Yeah. Uh, number five, the law of collaboration. Big one. Some of your best thinking will be done with others. This is huge. Like I think, you know, one of the things that we do, obviously before every podcast, is we collaborate quite a yep. bit throughout mm-hmm. the week about 
what topic we're going to bring. What And there's been plenty of times like, yeah, maybe we don't go down that route or maybe we do do this or we double down on this. And, and so, you know, like when I'm preparing different messages, I always have Courtney go through my notes or yeah. I'll run it through Caden or Camden or, or some of the other folks and just be like, hey, this is what I'm thinking. Yeah. How does this sound? Is there anything you think I should add? Any Man, doing it with other people and, and yeah. screening it through other people first, uh, an actual presentation or an actual speech, or even if you have to have a tough conversation with somebody. Yeah. If you know that you're going to have a hard time communicating something to somebody, man, kind of be like, hey, this is how I think I'm going to deliver it, how I'm going to say it. Right. Bring somebody else in there. Yeah. Kind of goes in the law of accountability, too. I yeah. Mean, it, it touches on that a little bit, but uh, we have a content day. We try to do it once a month on our team where we just – all meets. We, we film some videos together that we ha- that way we have them for the rest of the month to put out. Um, but before that, we get together, a few of us get together and think of ideas of what we're going to do. Because there's definitely some times where I'm like, I just can't think of what <laughs> right. we're going to do, Running what out. we're going to say. But if you get together, you got so many different, yes. like just creativity, some different brains, different thought processes, and it, it comes out, you know. Great. Comes out great. But yeah, the quote I have for that is if you want to go fast, go alone. If you want to go far, you go together. Go together. Amen, go together. brother. I don't know who said that, but shout out to I like it. Shout that. out to you. I'm sure you're listening yeah, to this. Probably. Yeah, probably. The next one is the law of content. When you have something worth saying, people start listening, right? And yeah. so you got to consider if your audio or if your uh, your message is falling on deaf ears, if you will, um, maybe the content that you're delivering is just not there. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's not worth going if people aren't listening to it. Yeah, exactly right. So we got to make sure that you know the content that we're delivering is applicable. Uh, we're going to get into this a little bit more here in the next one, but making sure that you know the audience that you're actually speaking to. Yep. So cool. I think that leads us to the next one, in which is the law of connecting. Yep. Right, that we actually have to have content that we are connecting with other people because good communicators know everybody's most important. Everybody's most uh, favorite is that most favorite yeah everybody's favorite topic <laughs> is themselves. themselves is themselves so, i read uh before you get to the next yeah, part, i read uh there's another book um that talks about the a person's favorite thing to hear is their own name yeah solid so, man it does make a difference a small thing like that man yeah. you meet somebody and and you really grab their name yep and you don't forget that name yeah they say it over again like wow they remember my name uh, yeah that's a big deal that's a big deal, and I think it applies still in this with this law of connection that before we speak, we shouldn't focus so much on what we're about to say, mm. but we should focus more on who's going to be hearing it. Yeah. Who is the audience? Who are you delivering to? Because then you start to prepare what you're actually going to say different when you focus on who it is. Yeah. I was listening to uh, Go Figure, another podcast over here, <laughs> uh, and there's a comedian, and they say, uh, you know, whenever they go to give their, their, um, their stuff on stage and they see kids out there and they're like... We need to alter this a little bit, That's right. or not say something or or whatnot. And it was funny because one of them said um, he he looked into the crowd and there was like eight kids, uh, and he got his people to go look at their look and find their moms, bring them backstage, and he told his his the moms, hey. Uh, this is what I'm going to say. I'm just giving you a heads up. Oh, that's cool. It was, so it's cool. Like he knew his audience, really cool. and uh, but he was yeah. able to kind of yeah, know, kind of pre- he was just very very attentive to it. Yeah, that's really cool. That's really cool. So. You know, I think there's some things, especially when you're communicating and you're telling stories or even you're delivering tough uh, news or having a difficult conversation, there's some tips that he put in his book to narrow the gap that help us connect people. Mm-hmm. The first thing is being open and vulnerable. Yeah. We talked about authentic, authenticity and sure. what a big deal that is. But when you make yourself vulnerable and you make yourself open with other people, then it's better to communicate. And when you're telling stories, 
or you know when, when you're trying to get people on the same level as you and you're trying to connect yeah. making fun of yourself it's the best way dude it's good yeah. making fun of yourself just even a little bit telling a funny story that embarrassed you yeah then it just makes you a little bit more human kind of takes you off that pedestal puts you right down there with everybody else like okay he's he's just like us 100 percent. i love the note that you said it you put in here next i want you to deliver this to the yeah, people this i feel like this episode has a lot of like tweetable like, quotes and nuggets yeah. so listen yeah. again multiple times and take notes but yeah the, the quote i have is you don't need to be remarkable you need to be relatable that's so what people good. are going to remember. They're not going to say, wow, this person was so awesome. They may say that, but I think it's because they're going to say they're relatable. this person is relatable. Exactly. Somebody that we can actually connect with. Yep. You know, the note that the way that Maxwell says, it, he says, we don't want them to just know us. We want them to feel like we know them. Yeah. Right. Like that it's, we were speaking directly to them, that that message was what they needed to hear, not just something that we needed to deliver. For sure. So, <coughs> yeah. So, we're seven for seven, John. Uh, I He's killing uh, it, John. I, I agree with what you're saying. So number Doing eight, lo- the law of leverage. Good communicators, they lead with their strengths, and they use them often. That's right. Yeah, and so that goes with, you know, think about John Chris example or something like that. You know, you know some communicators that are just so funny. Yeah. Right? And so it's like lead with that. Even when you're trying to deliver a message that may not be something funny, Use your, yeah. your your comedic uh-huh. uh, talents to your ability. If you're a super genius, mm-hmm. right, yeah. lean into uh-huh. that. Like use statistics, use data, use those different things, and lean into your strengths. Use them often. I feel like I have a pretty good um, pretty good ability to kind of connect with people and be relatable. So a lot, oftentimes if there's like bad news or something, I'll start off with like a little quick wit just to kind of – you right, know, take lighten that, the blow, lighten the blow a little yep. bit. Yeah, but yeah, lead with that. That's what lead I'm with your strengths. At. Exactly. The next thing is is the law of anticipation. It says that, <coughs> excuse me, guys, when you can't wait to see it, they can't wait to hear it. Right. This all is about creating a level of excitement. Yeah. Right. Some anticipation because if you're building up a story or if you're building up a message or if you're just communicating something to somebody else, man, if you're just kind of like, hey, welcome to the House Dads podcast. We can't wait <laughs> to give you this message today. And it's like, man, we're going to build up some anticipation. Yeah, with this. guys, we're talking about the COVID vaccine. You know what I'm talking <laughs> yeah, about? Exactly. Let's do this. That Did really, you make a mistake? That really grabbed their attention <laughs> right saying. off the bat. You yeah. had some anticipation on that. So, yeah. like, when you're excited about it, when you can't wait to see it, they obviously can't yeah. wait to hear it. Love it. Yeah. So that's about passion, the law of anticipation. Love it. Number 10 we have is a uh, pretty simple one, and it is the law of simplicity. I see what you did there. Right? I like that. Yeah. So uh, communicating – the quote I have is people don't necessarily follow who knows the most, like the genius. That's they right. follow who can communicate it the best. That's right. That's right? right. You know, a true mark of a really good communicator is somebody who can take an issue that's so complex, yep. so detailed, and make it something very simple. Yep. It's very easy for somebody else to understand. Yeah. You know, we have um, some preferred lenders or title people, and when they come and speak, it's like, like when you even speaking to consumers to buyers you can say things that are just so in-depth and way over their head right and you trust me you're really good at what you do but they're gonna seem like i'm gonna give another example just because we just got out of tax season oh man cpas let me just have a talk with you here uh don't talk to me like i'm a cpa yeah like when I ask you a question, don't, don't answer me with the terminology of these forms. I don't know. Yeah. I just want to know what I have to do and how much I owe. That's right. So am I but, going to prison or not? <laughs> am I going to go to prison or not? Yeah. But if you can explain it to me in a simple way, man, I'm going to love to use you next time. Exactly. Like just keep it simple. 
That's right. That's a great point. The law of simplicity. The next, the law of visual expression. Show and tell is better than just tell. Mm-hmm. You know, and, and anytime those are those are stories, those are lessons, those are communication, you know, or encounters that always stick better in our brain when there was a visual yeah. ex- expression of what was actually going on. Absolutely. That's why show and tell is so important. Absolutely. So, um, going on number twelve, the law of storytelling. People see their own lives in stories. And, you know, shout out to our boy Jesus. Old JC. Who told a lot of stories to get his point across. A lot of parables. That's right. Master Uh, storyteller. And uh, and even in sermons or like you see uh, seminars, people often lead with stories. Right. Right. Just to kind of get people a little more comfortable and understanding. But storytelling is clutch. Yeah, because exactly like this says is that people see their own lives in stories. Yeah. And so when you tell a story about your own life or something that hit, happened in history or something to communicate a point or communicate a message, then people are starting to put themselves, they can start visualize in their mind what is actually going on and yeah. why this is impactful and why this is meaningful to me. So like we talked about, I mean, the master storyteller, like he used stories that were applicable to the people of the day to be able to, to, to be able to deliver complex, yeah. challenging, um, confusing almost messages to people that they had never heard before, yeah. but because it was in a story that they could understand, it was relatable and yeah. they could implement it in their lives. Marketing is one of my favorite things. And that's essentially what marketing it's is. Storytelling. You're telling stories. That's exactly right. That's really good. This is an important one to number 13. Is he still 12 for 12 so far? Yeah, I'm right there with you, John. Okay, I haven't really gotten any you know, disagreements yeah. here. So, yeah, you know, John Maxwell, when you watch this back, um, you can contact Rhett's people to get his stamp of <laughs> approval for this. But anyway, um, number 13, the law of the thermostat. Man, this is something that I tell to my youth all the time. Uh-huh. I say, look, do you want to be the thermostat or the thermometer? Yeah. Right? The thermostat sets the temperature in the room where the thermometer reads the temperature in the room. Right. right. And this is a big deal for communication, too, is that communicators read the room, and they don't adjust to the room, but they set the temperature. Yep. Right? Now, you have to read the room to kind of make sure the audience that you're speaking to, right? But then you're going to set the tone for the conversation yep. for the rest of the time there. Yeah. When you start delivering a message or talking and you're not getting much interaction, you, you probably see you need to kind of lay off a little bit maybe story tell right maybe build some anticipation right but yeah you got to read the room yeah don't come in full-fledged and people are like this or i don't know yeah just, and this is in no matter what like even if you're not the leader of the meeting right like if you're just a part of the meeting read the room yeah <laughs> right and even as you're just kind of a, a innocent bystander you can still kind of be that thermostat by even your uh non-verbal body language yeah. like the way that you're sitting the way that you're moving the way that you're paying attention Man, one of the things in meetings that bugs me to no end is when people are on their phone the yeah. entire time, right? Yeah. It's like, okay, reading the room here. Like, let's yeah. let, let's kind of figure these things out. So reading the room is super, super important, the law of the thermostat. That kind of goes back to one of our earlier episodes uh, in EQ. Yes, a high EQ. exactly. you got to be aware. you got to read the room. That's right. So That's right. Uh, moving along here, number 14. We're getting to the end of the list, guys. We're doing it. Yes, we are. Uh, the law of the changeup. Let's go. Some fastball. I mean, some baseball, baseball terminology. Got some baseball fans out there. Uh, but yeah, you you don't want to give just the same message, the same tone, sameness. You got to change it up a little bit. You yeah. got to shock the people. Yeah, I haven't worked at a lot of different places, but well, place that I kind of interned at when I was in college. Uh, man, like when this guy would get up for a meeting, you know he was going to say the same thing every yeah. single time, and so it's like. 
okay, here we go again. Yeah. So sameness is the death of communication is the way that Maxwell says it is that we got to change things up. That's why it's the uh-huh. law of the change up. <laughs> That's why our LSU baseball Tigers are doing so good right now. Uh-huh. It's like, you know, Paul Skeens will throw the fastball 100 miles an hour, but you got to change it up change every it once up in a while. Otherwise, people would just fall asleep. They're expecting or they'll fall asleep. That's right. Yeah, and this is kind of hard for me sometimes because I'm a pretty routine guy. Sure. So it does kind of fall into that of like, but you got to change things up. Yeah, you know? Yeah, I think of it a lot for team meetings and stuff like yep. that. And sometimes it may not even be a change up in the delivery. It may be a change up in the setting. Yeah, It may for be sure. in the change up in the time. It yep. just may be <clears throat> a change up in other different ways too. So it's not the same thing for sure. over and over and over and over, right? So – Number 15 is the law of adding value, right? And this is not necessarily – it can be mistaken for the law of content. Mm -hmm. This isn't necessarily just value in your message. This is value in people's lives, right? This goes in in the subheading here is that people may forget what you say, but they'll never actually – they'll never forget how you make them feel. Yeah. So when you're delivering any kind of communication – and, you know, I want to say this is that it's easy when we're going through these things to just think about public speaking. Right. Right. I feel like I can deliver a message in public speak and things like that. The area that I need to apply most of these things in my life is with my wife. Like yeah. that's probably where I struggle the most in communication. So <clears throat> adding value, not just about what you say, but making sure that they understand that they're valued, yeah. that they feel the message that you're communicating yeah. to them. And even touching on the, the dad, the house dad's yes. theme, like your kids are always like, I don't remember a lot of things growing up um, to a certain age, but there are, there are moments where I do remember, I mean, I really felt like this. Exactly. You know? Maybe not exactly what they said. I don't even remember what they said. Exactly. I just know in this moment I felt this. Yeah, that feeling. Probably was a reason because of what they said, <clears throat> but uh, yeah, it's just. It's, That's a great point. It's clutch. People remember how they feel. Yes. 100%. So the last one we have for you, number 16, the law of results. Yes. The greatest success in communication is action. Action. Yeah, and I don't know if you guys ever recognize this, but the end of every episode, we try and end it with an action. Yep. Right? Something that we don't want to just entertain you with our uh, dashingly good looks and amazing information. We want the things that you learn here to be actionable and applicable to your life. And so we always have a little section in our outline. The last section is the took the took it's the actionable step that you can take and actually implement in your life. Yep. So that's some of the things that, you know, one of the tooks that we got for you today. um, Well, I really, I want to start with this one. Was there anything like in these 16 laws, Rhett, that, um, that, I don't know, stuck out to you that you're like, you know what, maybe uh, maybe I could do that better or, you know. Yeah, I mean, there's, do there, well. I do everything pretty pretty <laughs> well. Uh, but, no, there are definitely some that, you know, stick out. I think for me, the, the change-up yeah. was one. Because, right. uh, again, I'm, I'm a routine guy, but I do realize when you are delivering a message or you're speaking, you got to change things up. So we, we've done that some, sometimes for our team meetings. We don't meet in just the same spot every time. Yeah. We do it most times, but sometimes we go to a different place or off-site. Uh, or sometimes, like, hey, let's just go get lunch. Let's go do something like to where it's a little different. Out of the office. Yeah. not the same. If you're trying to just change it up, that, that you know, it, it it's helps. It's huge. Yeah. yeah That's I'm with kind you. of stuck out to me. I'm with you. How about you? Uh, I think, I hate to say this, but I think sometimes it still falls into preparation. Yeah. For me. Yeah. Is that sometimes, like, okay, I'll have... I have an idea of what I want to talk about on the team meeting or idea of what I want to communicate in this different area. But 
like really spending time to iron out some more of the details before I go into it yeah. would be something that I just need to prioritize and make sure that I do better. Yeah. So, so we want to kind of pose the same question to you guys. What are the 16 surprised you and which one do you feel like you do well and which one can you do better? You know, and you got to let us know. Yeah. Let us know. And and then also too, I I want to, you know, reiterate this, find people who you feel like are really good communicators and imitate, you know, learn a little bit from them and, and take some of the things that they do and implement it in your communication. And you'll start to see your communication improve as well. Like, Absolutely. why do you like listening to them? What yep. about it is it? And you can start implementing some of those things as well. There's more than you think. And there's different, obviously, different fields that you can pay attention yeah, to as well. For sure. For sure. Love it. Cool. Well, John, since you're watching this, I mean, I'm giving you the stamp of approval, man. Send, you, send me your book. I'll give you the stamp. I approve of it. I'll let you read it when I'm done. Yeah. Give it, let me borrow it. And we'll yeah. let you borrow it, too. Um, but thank you guys so much for listening. Told you we'd stay on time. We're under 30 minutes. Nice. Got through all 16 points. Pretty good. Love it. Uh, we really do. Our, we're so appreciative and honored that you would listen to us for 30 minutes, no matter where you are. Uh, we're excited for some of these other episodes we're going to be filming. Yes. And uh, you probably have heard them all. Uh, you're going to hear them by the time we, we put this out. But let us know what other topics you want yeah, to Yeah, we'd hear. love to hear that. We are sometimes back and forth on the parenting or the real estate. I switched or, mine up about seven times yesterday. <laughs> yeah, so, yeah. But we're excited nonetheless. Let us know what you think. Drop us a, uh, a like, a review, all that stuff. We're just so honored. But we will see you next episode. See you then.